We give glory and honor to God for granting us this opportunity to share with you. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Welcome, dear listener, to this promising session of the New Life Program. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Lydia Acheng is on standby with the Family Life segment. Today, she'll talk about time-starved marriages. Pastor Paul Ohonya will also be joining us during the Bible session to talk about the driving force to sin. Trumpet squirrels start us off with the song Hatiri. Enjoy. <laughs> Radio, the voice of hope. It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I welcome Lydia Ching. 
Hello, dear listener. Welcome to today's Family Life program. I'm your presenter, Lydia Aching. Today's topic is time-starved marriages. You will never find time for anything. If you want time, you must make it. That was said by Charles Buxton. We have personally found that to be we have fa- we have personally found that to be so true. We used to say that things would slow down after this and that, but it seems like when you're done with one thing, something else is waiting to take its place. Usually it doesn't wait. It overlaps what you're already busy with, so there's never really a break. That's why it's important to make it a point to intentionally guard your time to the best of your ability. There will always be some things you can't control that will make your life busy, but then there are other things you can control. There are choices that there are choices that you can and should say yes to and other things that you should consider saying no to so you aren't continually being kept captive to the clock with too much to do and too little time in which to do it. Keep in mind that if you say yes to do one thing, you're committing yourself to saying no to something else that might be more important, like quality time with your spouse and children and any other family member. To help you and us to better deal with this issue, we're going to share a few quotes from the book Your Time Starved Marriage, written by Drs. Les and Leslie Parrot. We believe you will learn a few things that might help you to learn to guard your time. The reason most goals are not achieved is that we spend our time doing second things first, said business author Robert J. McCain, and he's exactly right. We may say that our marriage comes first, but that doesn't matter if we devote our time to what's lower on our list. Saying it's a priority and making it a priority are two different things. You cannot protect your priorities unless you learn to decline tactfully but firmly every request that does not contribute to the achievement of your goals. We think much more about the use of our money, which is renewable, than we do about the use of our time, which is irreplaceable. The first step in reclaiming your time as a couple is to realize that your life is happening now, not some day, not once something else is achieved or a certain phase has passed. It's happening today. This is it now. A few years ago, we wrote a little book called The Love List. It's a simple plan for nourishing your marriage. In it, we say a couple should do two things every day in their marriage, two things every week, two things every month, and two things every year. One of those things we say a couple should do every day is find something that makes them both laugh. We talk about how to study your spouse's funny bone and daily bring humor into your relationship. We can't begin to tell you the number of grateful readers who have emailed us with stories of how this simple advice has helped them. We've always had a pretty good marriage, Lisa wrote, but when we began to follow your love list and treat laughter as our daily vitamin, it brought our relationship to a new level. Lisa went on to tell us how they had made it a contest to see who could find the funniest joke or comic picture or whatever to make the other person laugh each day. We used to go through the motions at the end of our weary workday, but now we are laughing all the way to the kitchen table each night before dinner. It's redefined our relationship. Busy people rarely give their best to the ones they love. They serve leftovers. We're not talking about the kind that comes from your fridge. We're talking about emotional and relational leftovers, the ones that remain after the prime energy and attention has already been given to other people. This is sometimes known as sunset fatigue. It's when we're too drained, too tired, or too preoccupied to be fully present with the one we love the most. They get what's left over, and a marriage cannot survive on leftovers forever. 
Here's a little trick we learned from our friend John Maxwell. He's one of the most productive men we know, but he makes a conscious effort to give his best time to his wife, Margaret. Years ago, he told us, when something exciting happened during the day, I'd share it with colleagues and friends. By the time I got home, I had little enthusiasm for sharing it with Margaret. He went on to say, I purposely began keeping things to myself until I could share them with her first. That way, she never got the leftovers. Of course, this goes for more than just sharing news from our own day. We give our best to our spouse when we give them attention and energy for the things they'd like to talk about as well. Taron and Barbara Daniels are two of the most easygoing people we know. They work hard and are often busy, but as we've observed their marriage for more than a decade, we've noticed that they always seem to make time for each other. These days they have an empty nest and that makes it easier, but when we first met them they had two teenagers at home. Some years ago, when we were moving fast with two active kids, I made a decision to give up golf. Taron told us, It sounds silly, but golf was eating up my entire day off. Golf was taking valuable time away from being with Barbara, and she's more important to me than golf. These days, Taron plays plenty of golf, but for a season of his life, he knew it was best to leave it alone. His sacrifice made more time for what mattered most. His decision isn't for everyone. Some spouses are actually easier to live with when they have an individual activity they enjoy. The point is that if you want to make more time to spend together, you can probably find something to leave undone. This means saying no, tactfully but firmly, to those things that can so easily rob us of our time together. Besides the noble art of getting things done, there is the noble art of leaving things undone. The wisdom of life consists in the elimination of non-essentials. My time is as much as my money. If I don't let everybody else spend my money, I'm not going to let them spend my time. And what if you were told one more hour? Psalms chapter 90 verse 12. Teach us to number our days aright that we may gain a heart of wisdom. We hope what has been said here inspires you to guard your time and spend it well for the bet- and spend it well for the betterment of your marriage and kingdom work. This material is provided by Marriage Missions International. Until next time, God bless you. We appreciate those who have given us their thoughts concerning this program. We are here just for you. For those who have never communicated to us, you can start today by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through Nairobi at ek.adventist.org. Here's a song, Kuketi by Trumpet Squire. Kuketi, bwana siwezi kuketi. Bwana uti. Kuketi, bwana siwezi kuketi. Kuketi, bwana siwezi kuketi. Ikifika mbingu na taka tazama. Ikifika mbingu na taka tazama. Naliwale wenye mama zimeube. Lazima wawe wana Israeli tena rani wenye rangi ya samawi 
Lazima wawe alo ongo za musa Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Wani ikifika mbingu nataka tazama Wani ikifika mbingu nataka tazama Nani wale wenye mabazi mekundu Ni watoto wanaokuja nyumbani Tena nani wenye mabazi mehusi Ni warafiki wanaorudi nyuma Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Wanini kifika mbingu nataka tazama Wanini kifika mbingu nataka tazama Nani wale wenye kijani kibichi Hawani wa imaji wana vinumbi Niyambie wemani nani hawa Wajulikana pia kama trumpeti Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Wanini kifika mbingu nataka tazama Wanini kifika mbingu nataka tazama Wanini kifika mbingu nataka tazama Taka tazama that you've been looking forward to the Bible segment. Join me as I welcome Pastor. Dear listener, have you known about the driving force of sin? I want to share with you today an incident in 2nd Kings chapter 9. Here we find that Joram had been wounded in battle and was apparently lying in hospital at Jezreel. The watchman standing in the tower was looking off to see against the sky the horsemen and the chariots who could have been approaching. A messenger at this particular time we find is sent to find out who is coming? But this messenger does not seem to return. Another messenger is sent out, but he also does not return. The watchman, standing in the tower, looks off upon the advancing troop and gets more and more excited, wondering who really is coming. But long before the procession of chariots came up, the matter is decided. The watchman cannot catch sight of the features of the approaching man, but he simply exclaims in 2 Kings 9 verse 20 that the driving is like the driving of Jehu, the son of Nimshi, for he drives like a madman. Dear friend, by the flash of that one sentence, we discover Jehu's character. He came with such speed 
not merely because he had an errand to do, but because he was urged on by a headlong disposition which had won him the name of a reckless driver even among the watchmen. Let me suggest to you, dear listener, that sin is like that. It drives people furiously. It drives people recklessly. It drives like a madman. Have you experienced the driving force of sin? It will drive you to say things you should not say. Sin will drive you to do things that will cause you pain and regret. Sin will drive you to hate your neighbor. Sin will drive you into corrupt practices. Sin, like a madman, will drive you into acts of immorality. It will drive you into practices and habits that will sap your physical and spiritual energies. Dear friends, sin will drive you to disregard God's will for your life. Yes, sin drives like a madman. And so, dear friend, before you mount the chariot of sin, I want to ask you to go and see the end of those whose sin has driven recklessly. Look at some of these people. They once had a fair cheek just like the one you have. They once had a manly brow just like the one you have. They were once handsome and beautiful in their lives. Yet, unfortunately, they stepped gradually aside. They read wrong books. Some of them looked at bad pictures. Some of them went into contaminating associations. And out of curiosity and just to see for themselves, they entered the house of sin. When they did that, they were caught in snares that captured them stronger than they would ever imagine. Yeah, listener, perhaps you are now saying... I recognize that there are sins that are driving me recklessly. And I really desire to stop my bad practices, but I cannot stop. I know that I am on the wrong road and that I have been driven recklessly by sin. And I try to control my swift appetites. Yet they will not heed. Dear friend, let me assure you that there is an almighty hand of God which can pull back any wild, reckless racer. This almighty God is beckoning you back. He is the God who is able to beckon the stars and they answer back. He is the God at whose mandate the chariots of heaven come and go. Beloved, he is more than a master for all the temptations and sins that beset you. Give him the reins of your life. Allow him to control the speed of your life. He is mighty to save to the uttermost all who come to him. I want to assure you, dear friend, that he will mend the broken pieces of your life. He will slow you down and he will help you to resist the driving forces of sin. He has done this for many others in the past and... He is willing to do just the same for you today. Will you give him a chance?
It has been nice having your company. In case you have any views, comments, or questions about the program, kindly write to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Until next time, I've been a presenter, Samuel Mangi. Remember, stay safe, stay blessed. <laughs> Mudamaki munene kaisari agusto Akeruta wadhani kwe andekidyo Jusufu bagedye ni kwe andekidye Mine wa otongo dia wa aroma Mudamaki munene kaisari agusto Akeruta wadhani kwe andekidyo Jusufu bagedye ni kwe andekidye Magekinya itora inelao Magesharia kumekawaine Oh, atile hando, atile hando, atile hando Oh, atile hando Atire na hando ago koma o makina tire wando wakiyonjele wande atire nande wandyororo kaho atire mangiona atire na hando ago koma o makina tire wando wakiyonjele wande atire nande Mandyororo kakao, atiwele mangyona, atire na hando, ago koma. Maro manerera na mariamu, ihindare agosya arwore ekinya. Donire na hando kumeka waine, kiugo inekia ngombe jesu agesya ruo. Maru manerera na mariamu Ihindare angosya rorege kinya Donire na hando kumeka waine Kigo inekia ngombe jesu agesharo Mange kinya itore inerao Mange sharia kume Atire hando, atire hando, atire hando, oh ha ha, atire hando, atire na hando, ago koma, oh ha ha, atire hando, atire hando, atire hando, bandoro kaka, atire hando na, atire na hando. Agokoma, oh, maha, atire hando, atire hando, atire hando, manyoro kaha, atire hando na, atire na hando, agokoma. Keti bwana siwezi kuketi, bwana usiketi, keti bwana siwezi kuketi. 
Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Ikifika mbinguni takatazama Ikifika mbinguni takatazama Dali wale wenye mabazi meupe Lazima wawe wana Israeli Tenarani wenye rangi ya samawi Lazima wawe alo ongoza Musa Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Ikifika mbinguni natakatazama Ikifika mbinguni natakatazama Nani wale wenye mavazi mekundu ni watoto wanaokuja nyumbani tena rani wenye mavazi mepusi ni warafiki wanaorudi nyuma bwana usiketi bwana siwezi kuketi keti bwana siwezi kuketi keti bwana siwezi kuketi wanini kifika mbinguni natakatazama wanini kifika mbinguni natakatazama nani wale wenye kijani kibichi hawani waimaji wala vinumbi niambie wema nani hawa Wajulikana pia kama trumpeti Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Keti bwana siwezi kuketi Wanini kifika mbinguni natakatazama Wanini kifika mbinguni natakatazama Wanini kifika mbinguni natakatazama Takatazama
In the city of our God. 